At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Pro Football Blitz right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. I'm Brady Cannon along with Mike Pritchard, live from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Week 14 of the National Football League, of course, is winding down, but one more game left. Sunday night football less than 20 minutes from now between the Miami Dolphins visiting the Los Angeles Chargers at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. The Dolphins will play their second of three straight road games this evening under the Sunday night lights of SoFi Stadium. Miami fell to the 49ers up the coast a little bit in Northern California last week. The Chargers also coming off of a loss, losing to the Raiders right here last Sunday in Las Vegas. The Dolphins are in the role of the road favorite here, Mike, and we've seen this spread kind of dance around between three and three and a half all week long. Still a couple of three and a halves in the market, but primarily it is Dolphins minus three, and the total has shot up. Earlier in the week it was 53, then 53 and a half, now all the way to 55, and I'm even seeing some 55s and a halves in the market. But your consensus number, Dolphins by three, with a total of 55. Yeah, this game gets very, very interesting in regards to the spread right now because what we witnessed today from San Francisco defensively, because uh, I asked a question yesterday on Pro Football Blitz, was there, you know, was, was Tua exposed? Was Miami offense exposed? Or did he have an off day? You know, that kind of thing. And, you know, I, I don't know if Tua had an off day compared to what we are typically used to when it comes to off days. He just ran into a buzzsaw. Uh, but tonight's defense that he's going to face is nowhere near the caliber of San Francisco, in my opinion. Uh, so that total is shooting up, like you mentioned. Um, and then also the spread still staying at three. I'm seeing a, a couple of three and a half, but uh, primarily three. Uh, this game uh, should live up to the hype uh, in terms of these two quarterbacks. Remember the comparison of the cor- two quarterbacks, uh, Justin Herbert and Tua. Should Miami have taken Justin Herbert and all this and uh, Justin Herbert playing for a contract too. So there's so many storylines into this game tonight, but a meaningful game for both teams, obviously, though. Yeah, uh, the total, the behavior there in the market with the total shooting up uh, has everybody believing there's not going to be a whole lot of defense tonight, Mm -hmm. and and there's a lot of reasons to believe that's true. The Dolphins' defense is allowing a league-high 2.78 points per drive on the road this season. They have allowed a score on over 49% of opponents' possessions on the road. That is 31st in the league. 
Chargers defense has allowed opponents to score on nearly 43% of drives. That's 29th in the league. They're allowing a gain of 20 or more yards once every 13.6 plays. That's the highest rate in the league. And conversely, Miami on offense is averaging a gain of 20 or more yards once every 13.4 plays. That's second best in the league. Uh, Chargers defense allowing a league-high 6.7 yards per play on first down. Meanwhile, the Dolphins offense is averaging a league-high 6.9 yards per play on first down. Now, there are significant injuries in this game for the Chargers. They do get wide receiver Mike Williams back, but cornerback Bryce Callahan is doubtful, along with safety Derwin James and offensive tackle Trey Perkins. Uh, My numbers came to Dolphins minus 6, Dolphins minus 3, and Dolphins minus one. Nothing uh, overwhelmingly supporting one side or the other, according to those numbers there. But I did end up playing the Chargers plus the hook. Three, mm-hmm. uh, three and a half, I ended up on the Chargers. I, I, think, I really think that's a huge difference in this game. I wouldn't be surprised if Los Angeles won it outright. But I think getting three and a half is a really big deal in this particular contest. Yeah, I mean, Justin Herbert is a prolific passer. We know that. I mean, he's, he's fantastic. And, you know, if they can protect him, keep him upright, uh, he could carve up this defense. I, I think with Mike Williams back on the field, just gives more space to Austin Eckler, we know Keenan Allen and how valuable he is in the middle of the field too. And then there's been a, a young, uh, a surge of the younger players too, uh, the role players for the Chargers offensively. So uh, I expect the uh, offense for the Chargers to be okay, right, against that Miami Dolphins defense. Really some good matchups uh, out there to exploit. You know, where it gets difficult too, though, is on the other side defensively. Can they stop? the firepower of Miami. Miami is incredible when it comes to being able to create space for those speedy wide receivers. And then the running game has emerged a little bit too as of late for Miami. So back-to-back road games, though, uh, that's a tough situation. But I expect uh, Tua uh, to bounce back in this football game. All right, let's take a look at some of the player props. And we will start with those two featured quarterbacks drafted again in the same draft, Tua Tangabaloa and Justin Herbert. As far as passing yards, uh, the under or over on Tua is 286 and a half yards. For Justin Herbert, it's 300 and a half yards. And then, of course, over or under one and a half touchdown passes for either one. The over on Tua, if he's going to get to two or more touchdown passes, is minus 210. <laughs> if you want to take under one and a half, it's plus 155. And uh, similar for yeah. Justin Herbert with the over one and a half touchdown passes at minus 185. And the under, if you want to go under, you can get plus 140. I think the yardage total is interesting, though, and my first reaction is over on Justin Herbert, Mike. I think he's got to be able to sling it tonight. They don't have much of a running game. I think he's probably going to be throwing the ball all over the yard. Well, just from a preparation standpoint and a game plan standpoint, you have to prepare that on the other side, Miami's going to score a lot of points. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to put together a conservative game plan. You're not going to obviously kind of change who you are and change your identity uh, just because you're playing in primetime on Sunday Night Football. But, no, I, I, I like the over situation for Justin Herbert. He's more than capable of going over uh, 300 passing yards. 301, uh, that's what you would need, minus 115 right there. So uh, that's, a, that's a bet that's attractive to me right now. All right, let's look at some of the running backs in this game. Of course, Austin Eckler, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, Tua Tangavaloa also makes his way into the market of rushing props. Uh, Raheem Mostert over or under 47.5 yards. Herbert himself on the on the list here as well with 14.5 yards. You can go under or over that. Jeff Wilson Jr. at 41.5 yards. Austin Eckler at 44.5 yards. Uh, Tua just 4.5 yards under or over rushing yards for Tua. Uh, any of those catch your eye? You know, the Justin Herbert rushing yard prop is interesting because I can see him scrambling. Uh-huh. I can see him um, getting out the pocket because Miami wants the pressure too. Like I, They had one of the highest blitz rates to start the season uh, when you look at uh, before injuries and everything with Miami. Uh, if they're not able to match up with the receivers or if they try to match up with the receivers, maybe somebody's not going to spy Justin Herbert. Uh, so I do like a scramble. All he needs is one or two of those uh, to go over uh, the 14 and a half. If you think that they're going to keep him in the pocket, then under even is attractive right there uh, at minus 110. Uh, the over, obviously, of the favorite, minus 120. Outside of that, Mostert, um, I mean, I don't know if I would mess with that one. Uh, in terms of rushing yards props, because it just feels like Tua needs a bounce-back game. I know the running game will help them 
uh, Miami Dolphins in terms of maybe if Justin Herbert is going up and down the field, maybe slow that process down. Uh, but I just I'm not interested in that prop, though. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I don't know if I want to go over on any of these rushing props. Yeah. You've got Austin Eckler at 44 and a half yards. Mm-hmm. You know, how much is he really going to be featured in this game? Now, neither of these teams have much defense. We right. outlined that, you know, in the first part of the segment here. Uh, but how much rushing of the football are they really going to do? Now, the Chargers, you know, they have a very weak defense against the run mm-hmm. as well. So maybe, you know, Mike McDaniel will dial up a lot of running attack for Jeff Wilson Jr. and Raheem Mostert. Um, but it, as far as betting on it in a prop market, it's just not a direction I want to go. Right. I, I think I'd be more inclined to look at the long list of receiving options that you have. <laughs> and, and I'm not seeing Austin Eckler listed here, but uh, he would certainly be one I would want to take a crack at uh, going over his receiving yards. One that did catch my eye, though, is the tight end for the Miami Dolphins, Mike. Mike Gusecki. This guy's a really good player. Catches mm-hmm. a lot of touchdowns. The number on him is just 19 and a half yards. I would think Gusecki will definitely go over 19 and a half yards. You know, that looks likely. It really does. Uh, uh, Gusecki, he's kind of like that forgotten player, but he is the tree out there. You know, uh, say the Chargers do have a solid plan for Waddle and Hill and, you know, the receivers and the speed. Gusecki, I mean, he's that tree and that reliable option at the tight end position for Tua. Uh, he was out of favor at the beginning of the year because he wouldn't block. He doesn't want to block and that kind of thing. And uh, But they utilize him uh, a, a lot in the red zone and certainly certain situations out in the field. So, uh, no, that that's an attractive uh, situation as well. And, you know, I don't. you would know better than me as a former player, but we always see Derwin James covering Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Well, is Derwin James going to be the guy that is supposed to cover Mike Gusecki? Gusecki, of course, the tight end for the Dolphins. The problem here, Derwin James out of the game. Right. So I think that even adds more power to Gusecki possibly going over that receiving yard total if it indi- is indeed mm-hmm. the safety that's going to be responsible for it. Well, not only Derwin James, but also uh, Bryce Callahan is out. Mm-hmm. So those two guys really cover ground in the middle of the field. Uh, whether the nickelback situation or whether it's a uh, a safety uh, occupying a tight end that way, those two guys still man the middle of the field. And so you're going to have backup players uh, against the frontline players for Miami. I think that's a mismatch. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think there's a lot of mismatches right. really in this <laughs> game. Right. I mean, the Chargers have all three of their wide receivers healthy. Gerald Everett uh, will be in at tight end. He had a pretty good game last week against the Las Vegas Raiders. So I think there's just a lot of weapons mm-hmm. on both sides offensively, and you have both defenses that are very poor. So I can certainly understand people running to the window to bet this game to go over the total, but yeah. all the way at 55 now, Mike. I mean, I, I could only go under. Yeah. That number is just really big. Right. I mean, there's some surprising totals, I think, on the day today, and maybe that's why people are running to the yeah, window a little bit. Yeah, a lot bit. of overs today. A lot of overs, and, and maybe that's why, um, uh, you know, the running game has come to the forefront, right? But if you are desperate like the Chargers are, and, and certainly Miami needs to get back into the groove, uh, you're going to go back to those quarterbacks. you got two really good quarterbacks in this football game. All right. Well, when we come back, we will get to our final wrap-up for Sunday Night Football. Go over all of the bets we're making or the leans that we have between the Miami Dolphins and the Los Angeles Chargers. We are about uh, nine, ten minutes away from kickoff down in sunny Los Angeles, California. We'll be back with more in just a moment of the Pro Football Blitz. Stick around. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Watch football with a little more on the line by playing free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness. Set your lineup and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness, made of more. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. It is the Pro Football Blitz just about five minutes away from Sunday night football in Los Angeles. SoFi Stadium for the Los Angeles Chargers and the Miami Dolphins. The line still holding at the Dolphins as three-point favorites. There is juice on that at minus 120 in a lot of shops. The total still at 55, and I'm still in Las Vegas seeing 155.5 out there in the market also a 54 and a half. So uh, pretty undecided amongst uh, a few shops here, but uh, in the 40, uh, in the 54 and a half to 55 and a half neighborhood is the total for this game. Uh, so wrapping up some of our thoughts and leans and bets and what we have going on in this game, Mike, I do have a bet on the Chargers plus three and a half. Okay. Um, I, I think we're going to get a back and forth affair uh, with everything that we've laid out about the lack of defense in this game. Uh, I think they're going to go up and down the field, and who has the ball last probably wins this game. And and I think it, uh, it it very easily could be a field goal game. So I really think it's important getting that hook mm-hmm. uh, with the Chargers plus three and a half. Uh, as far as the prop bets, I did not actually uh, make a play on these, and maybe I should start. We've been pretty good on <laughs> yeah. these. Um, but uh, Justin Herbert, I like over 300 and a half passing yards. I think he'll eclipse that tonight. And then Mike Gusecki, the tight end for the Miami Dolphins, I like over 19 and a half receiving yards for Gasecki. Yeah, I'm with you on Gasecki as well for his receiving yards prop. I like the Justin Herbert rushing yards over 14 and a half. I, I think there's opportunities for him to scramble. It's minus 120. The under, by the way, is minus uh, 110 right there. Uh, and then as far as receiving yards uh, prop uh, situations, you know, Keenan Allen at 64 and a half. I mean, to me, he's lost a step or two. Mm-hmm. Mike Williams re-injured himself. That's why he was out again. But now he comes back for this game. He's at 47 and a half. But think about um, what the quarterback passing yards prop is presenting to us. And then also the points in the total. I mean, somebody's going to break out today, right? For sure. Uh, and I think for the Chargers side, uh, one of those two guys. I mean, I'm not expecting Mike Williams to be the guy. Maybe Keenan Allen. Uh, a sneaky over situation, over 65, 64 and a half uh, receiving yards. Josh Palmer has really stepped up yep. as a wide receiver. Yep. Uh, his number is at 48 and a half. I wouldn't be surprised by that going over mm-hmm. the total. Uh, I mentioned Gerald Everett, really, really good game and a loss to the Las Vegas Raiders last week. He's at 34 and a half. I wouldn't be surprised if that goes over. I would look to some of the lesser known guys and yeah. the tight ends, you know, Gasecki and Everett and Palmer. 
and, and probably stay away from guys like Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle at 68 and a half. Tyreek Hill, by the way, almost at 100 yards, 98 and a half yards. Would you want to go under or over that? You know, I don't know how they're going to cover him, to be honest with you, because they're decimated in the secondary. Um, Asante Samuel Jr., I don't think he's a good cover guy, you know, and uh, if you're going to man up Miami, they are going to throw the ball vertically down the field, period, right? Uh, so I, I don't know how the Chargers are going to rectify that situation. One of the things keeping an eye on too, Brady, because you talked about the up and down affair, um, if you look at defensively how many points the Chargers are surrendering, right? I mean, they're 30th out of 32. They're giving up almost 26 points a game. Um, that bodes well for the Chargers offensively and, and certainly the game plan all week and stuff that you want to work on against a defense like Miami that you feel pretty good against and about. But can Staley find some way, though, the, to say, say Miami does have the ball last? I mean, uh, I don't know. I have not been able to depend on the Chargers defensively all year long. Uh, from a betting perspective. Yeah, nobody has. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, and that's yeah. really, you know, one of the oddities about this team. Right. Brandon Staley comes from the defensive side of the ball, former defensive coordinator for the Los Angeles Rams. And uh, I think it's just two years now he's been with mm -hmm. the Chargers, right? This is his second season. And in either his first year or this year, they have not had a good defense at all. And, and not just a, a below average defense, right. but a really awful defense. Yeah. And, and it just hasn't changed. And everybody's saying it, too. Uh League circles, wherever. Like, if, if the Chargers continue to underachieve with all this talent, uh, he might be threatened this year in terms of losing his job. I mean, he's a defensive guru, and they added Khalil Mack, and I, I know Bosa got hurt, but, you know, injuries are all over the place, all over the football, all over the league. So um, you still got to get it done, especially if that's your forte. Well, you know, I think you could make an argument that he has been less successful than Anthony Lynn. Mm -hmm. Anthony Lynn was the former Chargers coach. He was let go. Staley was brought in. And Anthony Lynn certainly had struggles with game management and clock right. management and, and really, you know, blew a lot of those games. The Chargers were famous for, you know, losing one-score games in the last final second, uh, you know, with missed field goals. Their special teams really had a problem. Um, but it, it feels like Anthony Lynn was more successful with this team than Brandon Staley's been. Yeah, you know, Anthony Lynn had one year, 12-4. and four. Uh, Other than that, uh, they were all losing seasons 7-9, and 5-11. Uh, and 11. And, you know, they did have the 9-7 and seven, uh, uh, season, too. His first two years, so his first two years, uh, a lot better than Staley. You know, right. Staley, um, gosh, 9-8 and eight last year, missed the playoffs. We all know how that happened. Uh, and now perhaps on the verge of do doing that too. So they're kind of tracking uh, in the same uh, fashion here in terms of the first two years. But Anthony Lynn got four years. I just think with Herbert there uh, and the window being open with a quarterback of his caliber, you, you have to have more successful seasons than, than what Staley's had so far. Well, it looks like they are about to kick it off down in Los Angeles. We'll see who is going to receive the kickoff, who will get the ball first on offense. And I wonder if who wins the toss tonight will not defer, <laughs> right, but rather right. take the ball. Well, it's interesting, too, because from a betting perspective, I wonder, have you ever like decided a game or, or helped your decision because you have an offensive-minded head coach versus a defensive-minded head coach? I think that does come into play yeah. uh, sometimes. sometimes. That certainly makes its way into the handicap on occasion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, especially when the defense is so weak, though, uh, you, you can kind of understand Miami's defense not being that great. But their offense, they have so much firepower. And But you wonder, can that win a Super Bowl? At some point, they're going to have to address the defense. They tried to do that, obviously trading for Bradley Chubb, and they got that done. And we'll see if he has an impact on the game tonight. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, on the other side of that, Justin Herbert, that quarterback, gives you that type of chance to run deep into the playoffs, perhaps get to a Super Bowl. But you have to shore up the defensive side of the ball, though, if you're the Chargers. I think if I was the coach of either the Dolphins or the Los Angeles Chargers and we won the toss, I would take the ball. Okay. Uh, yep. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's almost like yeah. if you don't, you, you're odds are you're going to surrender at least three points. Three points would be a victory. Okay. But I, I think the odds are that you're probably going to surrender seven points, and then you're behind. Well, in my day, that's what we did. You won a toss, you took the ball because mm -hmm. you wanted that first possession. It's about possessions a lot of times. Now we're into, de into December. It really is about possessions. So if you win the toss, yeah, go ahead and take the ball, especially with the firepower that both of these teams have offensively. Yeah, you know, 
and, and a lot of times we can sit here and you know think about how we believe this game is going to play out, mm-hmm. and, and it really you know becomes a polar opposite. Everybody's betting the over. We know about the defenses here, so it looks like the Chargers uh, will kick off, and Miami will get the ball first on offense. Uh, they will kick it to Raheem Mostert here coming up momentarily. Uh, but oftentimes, you know, when when you're predicting so much, you know, it seems so obvious how this game's going to play out. It goes the other direction, and you end up with a 20 to 17 final or something right. like that. But uh, with, with everything that we know about these teams, I would think it is going to be back and forth, and Miami getting the ball first may be an advantage. Yeah, I think so, Brady. I, you know, I'm about probabilities. I learned that early on because uh, I used to think, okay, who's the better team? Who's got the better roster? Okay, they're going to win. Okay, this is the reasons why. Uh, but when I started thinking about probabilities, then that kind of helped me out uh, understanding how bet games, you know. And, um, yeah, you, you take the ball here. Uh, if you're on the road, you like that situation. If you're Miami, you settle down into the game, too. Tua coming off a, uh, a not typical performance, I'll say it that way. I don't think it was a horrible performance, but not a typical one uh, because he's been lights out uh, as a starter for the Miami Dolphins. Well, they start on offense from their own 25-yard line, and Tua is back to pass on the first play of the game and trying to repeat what he did last week against the San Francisco 49ers and go for a 75-yard touchdown there on the first play of the ball game. But this one is incomplete, so that's a minor victory to start the game for the Los Angeles Chargers. The game does close three, three and 55, your consensus numbers for the side and the total, there were a couple of three and a half still in the market out here in Las Vegas, but primarily, again, a three with a 55 for the final closing numbers here on Sunday night football. It is second and 10 now for Tua Tangavailoa and the Miami Dolphins again from their own 25-yard line, and he's going to pass again. This one is incomplete as well. So I, I tell you, they're facing third and long here, mm-hmm. third and 10. If the Chargers are able to get a three and out, this is a huge victory for them. That would be a huge victory to start the game that way. I'm, essentially, you've just stolen a possession away. Uh, I wonder how many possessions we'll get in this game. 10, 11? Both of these teams 12? can score quick. I know, they can. 13? All right, we'll come back and uh, start our recaps of what happened on Week 14 on Sunday in the National Football League. And also, of course, keep our eyes on what's going on down at SoFi Stadium. Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. College Bowl season is about to kick off, and VSIN has you covered with this year's College Football Bowl Guide. This year's guide has picks on the spread and the total of every bowl game from VSIN experts and Brent Musburger. Steve Mackinnon has power rankings for every team and breaks down the motivational factors that affect bowl games. Josh Applebaum will give insight into bowl betting strategy, and Adam Burke can help give you an advantage if you're a part of a bowl confidence pool. Give yourself an edge. vsin.com slash subscribe to check out the College Football Bowl Betting Guide. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard back with you. On the Pro Football Blitz, taking a look at Sunday night football. We'll get into our recaps here on this segment, but updating the Chargers and the Miami Dolphins. The Chargers forced a three and out of the Miami Dolphins on the first possession, and now Justin Herbert was facing third and ten and rolling to his right. Looked like Miami was going to get the ball back, but a defensive holding penalty on the defense keeps the drive alive for the Chargers, and it looks like, Mike, they're around midfield or so right now, actually into Dolphin territory mm-hmm. about the 46-yard line with a first and 10. Yeah, plus territory situations. I mean, they're running the football to start this game, uh, Brady, which is interesting, right? Uh, but converting because of penalties, at some point you would expect the Chargers to take a shot uh, if they can get it. Uh, but the early pressure, too, has gotten to Herbert. I want him to run. <laughs> in those situations, you get flushed out You're of the pocket. You're rooting for 15 yards rushing. Sure, sure. Actually, 13, isn't it? 13, 12 and a half. I thought right? it was 14 Oh, it's 14 and, and a half. half. That's right. 15 yeah. yards. 15 yards. Uh, so that's all I need. Um, uh, you know, so that situation is presenting an opportunity. Uh, I wonder if Justin Herbert will take advantage of that or will he'll still just kind of survey the field and, and look for receivers down there. Yeah, it's been all or nothing for Austin Eckler as yeah. he catches a screen pass right there, gains about – 
three yards on that one, but he had a, a couple of nice rushes, one gain for over 10 yards, I believe, and then a couple of other rushes mm -hmm. for just one or two yards uh, and catches his first pass of the evening there for a gain of a couple of yards. Uh, the Miami Dolphins have dropped. Of course, they kicked off as three-point favorites. They are now just one-and-a-half-point favorites in the live market, and your total just a tick lower than where we kicked off at. It is currently at 54-and-a-half. Now, the Chargers are facing third and nine. They're at about the 40-yard line of the Miami Dolphins. Still a lot of time left here. Under 11 minutes left to go in the first quarter, and it looks like Herbert has found his receiver there. I don't know if that is Mike Williams. I believe it is, but yeah. Mike Williams down downfield to move the chains once again for the Los Angeles Chargers, and now Los Angeles moves to a one-and-a-half point favorite in the live market. Your total uh, ticks down with that. That's kind of interesting, down mm -hmm. to 50, and now it's back up. It went down to 53-and-a-half, now back up to 54-and-a-half, but a great catch there by Mike Williams, and the Chargers are in business moving the ball. Yeah, we talked about the Chargers defensively forcing the three-and-out uh, against Miami, essentially taking a possession away from the mm -hmm. Dolphins that way. What was most interesting about that is typically those are scripted plays for Miami. And so you rehearse, rehearse, rehearse all week long. You do not anticipate going three and out. And so they go three and out. So, I mean, you think about the Chargers uh, and challenging too. I mean, they were in some man-to-man -man stuff and certainly with safety help. Uh, but the adjustments are going to come earlier. Uh, certainly for McDaniel there at the uh, play caller for the for the Dolphins in that offense. Yeah, without Callahan and Derwin yeah. James in that secondary, Miami was trying to pick on all those new guys mm -hmm. in the defensive secondary for the Los Angeles Chargers, and a big stop to start the game there for the Chargers. They are into the red zone now, facing second and nine, about the 18-yard line or so, I believe, of the Miami Dolphins, and they are in the role of the favorite now in the live market, laying a point and a half, and your total still at 54 and a half. All right, Michael, let's uh, begin in official Nevada rotation order. We run down the card for Sunday in the NFL, and that brings us to the Vikings at the Lions. The Detroit defense held early on a fourth and one that Minnesota attempted in their own territory early in the game, and then Jared Goff turned that into a 41-yard touchdown pass to the rookie, Jamison Williams, 7-0 Lions. Then the Vikings tied it with the Dalvin Cook one-yard touchdown run, and it was 7-7 with four minutes still left in the first quarter. Six and a half minutes left in the second quarter, and the Lions get a great punt return, and on the first play, Jared Goff hits DJ Chark with a 48-yard touchdown pass, and it was 14-7 Detroit. And then a minute left to go before halftime. Dalvin Cook fumbles on the five-yard line of the Lions. Goff and Detroit go back to work on offense with 59 seconds left in the quarter. A 47-yard field goal attempt was no good, and the Lions went into the break with a 14-7 lead. Under six minutes left in the third quarter, Jared Goff to Josh Reynolds for a five-yard touchdown pass and catch, and it was 21-7 Detroit. On the next possession, the Vikings go for it on fourth and four from the Lions' 23-yard line. Kirk Cousins finds Adam Thielen for a touchdown. They go for two and fail, and it was 21-13 Detroit with two minutes left in the third. Lions then go on a 10-play drive that ends in a Justin Jackson 15-yard touchdown run to make it 28-13 early fourth quarter. Then an exchange of field goals made it 31-16, but with less than three minutes to go, Cousins found K.J. Osborne for a 15-yard score to make it 31-23. Minnesota then tries an onside kick. Detroit recovers, and the Lions were in run-out-the-clock mode. They did end up adding a field goal with 22 seconds left, and the Lions would win this one handily, 34-23-year uh, final. They cover as two-and-a-half-point favorites. The game goes over the total, and Mike, Detroit is now 6-7 and seven on the season. The Vikings are denied in trying to clinch the NFC North division, and they drop to 10-3. and three. Yeah, the Lions are playing themselves into a playoff scenario. <laughs> I'm not we saying... were talking about that yesterday. Yep. They were 7-1 to one going into today yep. to make the playoffs. They are playing themselves into a playoff scenario because – uh, go over it, the NFC 14 playoff spots. I mean, one we know of for sure. You know, we can guess the other ones too, but it is wide open. As many 12, as 12 teams are still available. But the Lions are one of those hot teams in December. Uh, and we've seen that the last two years, especially from the NFC. Tom Brady in Tampa got hot, won a Super Bowl. Uh, the Rams got hot, won a Super Bowl. What common denominator with both of those teams is they added along the way, mm -hmm. right? Uh, 
Jamison Williams was added along the way. Yeah, he, he uh, was in a way for sure. Yeah, and so that has made a huge difference to, uh, I think, what the Lions want to be offensively. Jared Goff had some interesting comments this week about how he's playing the most confident football he's played in his career. Mm, he and looks I, like it too. He does, he does. And I took that to heart uh, in terms of uh, the, the backing of the Lions uh, in this game and his situation. They dominated the, the Vikings. I, I know people think the Vikings are fraudulent, which they could be. Uh, but the Lions dominated with the speed. Uh, and then defensively, got to give them credit. They mm-hmm. have, and I saw this graphic uh, during the game, the defense has had their 12th straight game with a takeaway. Yeah. Uh, and then you throw in the sacks, you throw in the limited opportunities or, or uh, capitalizing uh, situations in the red zone. That was difficult for the Vikings. Hutchinson's coming on. I mean, he's incredible, right? And so they got, they got belief, Brady. They have confidence, too, and they're playing well, and they're playing discipline. Last, last week, I believe, the Lions had one penalty. Now, it ticks up a little bit today, uh, seven penalties, but they weren't critical ones that can cost them a football game. And Justin Herbert and the Chargers go for it on fourth and goal, and they they come up short. It looked like a really good play there, trying to get the ball to DeAndre Carter in a wide receiver screen, and he had lots of field ahead of him, but they really just couldn't execute the play. The throw was a little off by Herbert. Carter stumbled a little bit, and the Dolphins turned the Chargers over on downs. Your live uh, number now is Miami back in the role of the favorite as two-and-a-half-point favorites here. They will be backed up on about their own two-yard line when they come back on offense, and your total Total takes a dive here, Mike, 47 and a half now down from a game that started at 55. I mean, as a better, like, and as Staley that you're dealing with, why not kick a field goal? Yeah, you know, I, I think I think part of it is fear of his defense. Okay. Which is odd to say for a former defensive coordinator. Right, because they stole a possession, though. Yeah. I mean, and, and they really should have had that. If Herbert yeah. puts that ball on the money and Carter Carter stumbled because he kind of had to reach for the ball, okay. he had a lot of green turf in front of him right. and really nothing but an end zone. But, okay. uh, you know, the, the miss on the execution there allowed the de- Miami defender to go up and make that tackle. And We hear that all the time. Oh, we just got to execute. We just, yeah. I get it. I get it. And a lot of players, I mean, we, we say that all the time. But, I mean, I don't know. Uh, you steal a possession. Miami had the ball. To start with, you're going to get the ball to start the second half. I don't know. I just felt like, okay, just kick the field goal, get points on the board, and then keep your defense rolling that way too, though. But just a choice. Well, matter, I think. No, I, I, I don't necessarily disagree mm-hmm. with you, and I, I don't disagree with the call to yeah. go for it either. And they had a good play dialed up. They just mm-hmm. didn't execute it, yep. like you say. Uh, but they will have Miami pinned deep in their own territory. We'll see if their offense can get clicking a little better than they did on their first possession when they went three and out. Uh, next up for the Minnesota Vikings and the Detroit Lions, uh, the, Tro- the Detroit Lions have a very interesting game coming up. They will be playing at the Jets, and the Indianapolis Colts off of a bye week will be going to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. When we come back on the other side, we'll get you the uh, early lines on those two contests. Uh, the Colts off of a bye. Can Jeff Saturday get that <laughs> team right with an extra week to prepare. We'll also update you, continue to update you on Sunday Night Football when we return. Stick around. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears, <laughs> crying. Tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football Blitz on Visa, the sports betting network. Fall sports are in full swing, and BetRivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a soccer, football, hockey, or basketball fan, BetRivers has you covered. Join us every week for our new promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Friday Night College Football Bet and Get, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. BetRivers is also calling out all soccer fans to head to BetRivers.com to check out our World Cup Daily Bet and Get. It's a whole new game. The Los Angeles Chargers force a punt out of the Miami Dolphins, nearly intercepted to a Tangabailoa there on that last series. They will punt it back to Los Angeles, so it doesn't work out too badly. Brandon Staley's decision to try and go for it there on fourth and goal that came up short. They get the ball back here in their own territory, close to midfield, around their own 42-yard line or so. Tua Tangavailoa, I believe, has only completed two passes so far. He was 0 for 4 and in his own end zone back to pass on third and nine when he completed his first strike of the game and then they went three and out from there so the punt and the chargers get the ball back and the chargers still a slight underdog in the live market at plus one and a half your total continues to come down now 12 points lower from where we started mike at 43 and a half and if you bet the over you're starting to sweat a little yeah, bit. yeah i mean the chargers are starting their second possession here of the first quarter uh, which is interesting i mean they avoided talking about Miami, avoided the three-and-out situation back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got that first down, but then so many bodies are around Tyreek Hill in the middle of the field. you know. And you wonder what McDaniel will do. Will he split? Because he's using a lot of bunch formations, and the Chargers are robbing everything that's going into the middle. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing all these bodies for those throws for Tua, and, and it's difficult. So you can combat that with you know outbreaking routes, obviously, or do you divide your – do you spread out the formations? Like, do you start creating matchups? Do you start getting to Waddle? Do you start getting to uh, – or trying to create matchups with Hill? Uh, Gasecki, we haven't talked about him. I mean, uh, the adjustments, because the game plan that you have right now, it seems like the Chargers are ready for it. Yeah, absolutely. Force, force, it, force you three and out to start the game. Yeah, you're backed up, but you're not going to be that cautious with a high-octane offense. Uh, and it just seems like the Chargers are – are a step ahead of Miami offensively right now. All right. We were covering the Vikings and the Lions game in the last segment, and I mentioned in Week 15 that the Lions will visit the New York Jets and mm-hmm. the Indianapolis Colts will visit the Miami – or excuse me, visit the Minnesota Vikings, the Colts off of their bye week. And uh, the Lions at the Jets. The Jets, of course, lose to Buffalo today. The Lions, we mentioned, they get the win over Minnesota. And the game right now, the line is pick them. Yeah. I'm a little surprised by that. I would probably think that the Lions might be a short favorite, just like they were today, two and a half points over Minnesota, and maybe the money will go that way. Um, the Jets did not play a bad game today. That defense showed up once again. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a pick 'em 
in that game is interesting. And then I think this line seems a little bit short. The Indianapolis Colts at Minnesota and the Vikings uh, Vikings are only laying four and a half. Yeah, I mean, it could be short. Uh, it could be the opinion on the Vikings, too, though, that everybody has. I mean, uh, I, I, but I the think Colts the, are so bad. They are very bad. And, and, you know, here's one thing, too, I think we should clear up. I, mm-hmm. I am personally one that believes Minnesota is nowhere near as good as their 10-2 and two record. Mm-hmm. That being said, I still think they're a very good team. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, obviously their offense is really good. Really good, yeah. and, and the defense is the problem, and that's why they've been a bet against, I think, for the most part, is because of the defense. But they're still a very solid team, and, and the Colts are not. Yeah, you wonder what the Colts can come up with in, in a couple of weeks, you know, in terms of creativity offensively, right? To maybe give a wrinkle or two to the Vikings. But the Vikings have so much firepower offensively. Uh, today's game, for instance, not turning the ball over. Um, and, and then certainly you know, two of four in the red zone. I mean, they did move the ball against a surging Detroit Lions football team who's playing great football right now. Uh, it's just the turnovers. And, and then, uh, you know, you think about the red zone opportunities that were not um, capitalized on uh, by the Vikings in the right way. Time of possession, too. Uh, they, need to, they need to start possessing the football. I think the, I think the Vikings defensively, uh, their shortcomings, the complementary nature of football Start to possess the ball more. We know the Vikings, and they know that they can be explosive. But start possessing the football with that running game. Maybe that'll make it easier for your defense. The Chargers moving the ball into uh, Miami Dolphin territory here. Uh, Joshua Kelly on the receiving end there of a nice handoff by uh, Justin Herbert that saw him gain about eight or nine yards there on first down. Now facing second and short, and uh, they uh, just gain a couple of yards there. Do the Chargers, but they have moved into the role of the favorite in the live market, laying a point and a half now, and your total back up to 44 and a half. It was down as low as 43 and a half. Uh, we talked about the Bills, or excuse me, we talked about the Jets. They, of course, will be hosting the Detroit Lions in Week 15. Let's talk about that Jets game in Orchard Park against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, there was no scoring in this game until the final 26 seconds left in the half, and then it was Josh Allen to Dawson Knox from 24 yards out, and it was seven to nothing in favor of the Bills at halftime. New York then got on the board out of the break with a Zonovan Knight 13-yard touchdown run to make it a tie game at seven apiece. But then Josh Allen and the Bills came right back. Allen rushes it in from five yards out, and the Bills were back out in front 14-7. to Mike White and the Jets go on offense. White gets sacked by Matt Milano, and Joe Flacco had to come into the game. On the first play, Flacco is sacked, and he fumbles. Bills go back on offense in New York territory, and they're only able to get a field goal out of it, 17-7 to Buffalo, early fourth quarter. Tyler Bass then boots a 44-yard uh, field goal to make it 20-7 to in favor of Buffalo. Mike White would return to the game, and his defense gives him another two points with a blocked punt in the end zone for a safety, 20-9 midway through the fourth quarter now with Buffalo in the lead. The Jets would then elect to kick a very big field goal in terms of the point spread to make it 20-12 to with a minute 21 left in the contest. New York would get the ball back and have one more chance, but Buffalo held on defense. So 20-12, to your final. The Bills get the win. The Jets get the cash, and the game stays under the total. Buffalo moves to 10-3 and on the year. The Jets dropped to 7-6. and Yeah, I was wonder how, wondering how Buffalo was going to execute against a pretty good defense. Mm-hmm. What were they going to be able to do uh, against two good cover guys, a defensive front that's going to give you problems as well? Uh, and so on that side of things for Buffalo, Josh Allen – was as a passer pedestrian right he wasn't electric he wasn't great but as a runner and a playmaker yeah josh allen can do those things and he converted uh, some first downs that really broke the jets right. back and that's the difference in when you look at the bills and evaluate the bills as a better just keep in mind that this guy is special at that mm-hmm. position uh and and <laughs> just with some friends and it's like how is he running like that isn't he where i'm like he's a monster i saw him at the Senior Bowl back in 18, uh, and he's legitimately 6'4", 245, 250. I mean, he's a big, big guy, uh, but he's also a runner. He's an athlete. He's a great athlete. Yeah, he's really – I think that's what makes him so special. Mm-hmm. He's not just big with right. a big arm. Right. He's a great athlete. Right, right. So, you know, and, and he knows their defense is high caliber too, and you know, I think that type of IQ, you can win a game like this if you're Buffalo, a divisional game against a team – that's obviously talented on their roster. 
not complete. I give credit to Mike White for coming back. I mean, Joe Flacco, what are you doing? Uh, I mean, one play, you go in there and you cough it up that way. But uh, Mike White uh, showed a lot of moxie, a lot of uh, uh, toughness, too. I, I wonder if they even consider going back to Zach. Now, the health with Mike White is obviously a concern, and you wonder about that. Uh, did he get a block when he went into the locker room to take some pain away? Maybe. Uh, but we'll see how he feels. But to me, that type of courage and uh, that type of performance under fire uh, is worthy of being a starter compared to what your other options are with Zach Wilson. Well, the uh, game next up for the uh, Jets, of course, is the Detroit Lions coming to town. We mentioned that that line is currently at Pickham. The game for the Buffalo Bills coming up, they will stay at home in Orchard Park. They had not been at home since week 10, right. uh, but were able to get a win today, and they'll go for a second one in a row in week 15, and it's another division game. They'll welcome the Miami Dolphins to town, and of course, the Dolphins currently in action right now on Sunday Night Football, uh, so for the most part, the line has been taken off the board. The look-ahead line in this game, however, was the Bills minus six and a half. Yeah. And I think that's an interesting number. And, and right now, you know, Miami has not been all that impressive. They certainly weren't that impressive last week in a loss to San Francisco. I thought the Bills, it was nasty weather out there. Um, they got a win. They got a convincing win by eight points. Um, I think that line might go up in favor okay. of the Buffalo Bills if Miami continues to struggle here this evening. Yeah, I can't disagree with that at all. I mean, I was wondering why the line today got up to 10. I mean, Divisional game, and the Jets, you have to give them some type of respect. I thought it would be a great opportunity to get inside that number. They did with that late field goal. Yeah, you got to love Robert <laughs> Sala's decision there right. to go for that late field goal. Certainly Jets betters did. That game, of course, stayed well under the total. And similar to the last game that these two teams played together when the Jets won 20-17, to almost the same score, 20-12, to in favor of Buffalo this go-around. The Los Angeles Chargers are driving here, but uh, not able to put any points on the board just yet. We'll update you when we come back as they have second and 10 from the Miami 20-yard line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.